Grace and peace to you from God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. About eight years ago now, eight and a half, I spent a summer working as a chaplain at Parkland Hospital, just down the street that away-ish. I spent the summer working as part of my schooling. Every Lutheran pastor you meet has spent probably about 10 weeks working as a chaplain, often in a hospital or a retirement home or assisted living. Some of them hated it. A lot of them hated it. Chaplaincy is not for everybody. But I found I really enjoyed my time there and went on to spend a year at a, at a hospital, at the VA hospital in Oklahoma before I came here. But my summer at Parkland was enlightening. I was only 23, which you really maybe shouldn't let a 23-year-old be in charge of anything, but they did. And I would have days where I would be set on specific floors or end up having a lot of calls in one particular place. And one Saturday that I was there that summer when I was working at Parkland, I spent pretty much the entire day on the labor and delivery floor. Parkland sees a lot of babies born every year. Some of the labor and delivery nurses and doctors would tell me about one awful summer where they had women giving birth in the hallways because they did not have time to get them in rooms because the rooms were all full. Mary might have felt very familiar with that particular summer and those particular mothers. It wasn't that busy the summer that I was working there, but it still was a busy day. Plenty of new children being born, plenty of people whose lives were being changed. That's what I found interesting, really in all of the hospital, but especially on the labor and delivery floor. There were all of these rooms, rooms with the doors closed, and inside each of them, the world was changing. For each of these families, whether it was their first child or one of many, when they had this child, everything turned upside down again. Priorities shift, identities change, Everything is different. The whole world changes. But outside those rooms, in the hallways at the nurse's station, on the many other floors of Parkland, I think it was like a 10-story building at the time, nobody knew what was happening in those rooms. Nobody else felt the world shift every time a baby came into the world. Nobody else felt like everything was different now than it was in late, earlier in the day. It was really the case in every hospital room I worked in. Things happening in there were important and life-changing, but you stepped outside, you stepped down the hall, you went to the nurse's station where they had a whole list of people they were looking after whose worlds were changing, and they also had to take care of their own lives and it didn't touch you quite so much. Now, of course, in Mary and Joseph's time, there was not a labor and delivery floor in a hospital. The whole experience was rather different, but in their own way, Mary and Joseph's lives changed drastically when their child was born. And probably the lives of their family changed when this new child entered into the world but outside of that stable, outside of that manger, 
Not many people noticed that anything had changed. And then we meet the shepherds. I've seen shepherds played by so many little children in so many Christmas pageants. Always a little unruly and a little off kilter. And that's actually probably a pretty good assessment of shepherds. Working out in the fields at night. Having something warm to drink or something to warm them up. Keeping an eye out for dangers. Spending the night by the fire. Keeping the sheep close. Probably smelling a little bit like sheep. But these shepherds on this night, things were different for them. All of a sudden, there was a messenger from God. We don't really know what this messenger looked like, this angel looked like. We depict angels often as beautiful people with giant wings. And that might be true. Or they might have looked like a lot of different things based on what we read in scripture. But whatever this angel looked like, first it calmed the shepherds down. It said, do not be afraid. Because an angel showing up is certainly not a time of calm in your life. And the angel told these shepherds that there was something incredible that had happened. They needed to go out and find a baby. This is not a call shepherds were used to or a job that shepherds would regularly be given, normally they would not think much about some baby born to a family they didn't know in town while they were out at work. But this time, this baby was different. The hosts of angels are there singing, and the shepherds, they decide to go to listen to the message and go and find this child. They find a baby, wrapped in whatever cloth was available, lying in a feeding trough. Maybe a cow or a donkey nudging its nose nearby like, hey, why is there a baby in my food? (laughs) And the shepherds know that this is the one. And so, of course, they tell Mary and Joseph, they say, we had a visit from a messenger of God, an angel of the Lord, who said that this is the Savior, the Messiah, the one who is going to save the world. I imagine the shepherds stayed and talked for a little while, maybe took turns holding the baby, rocking him as he slept or as he fussed. And then they went and they glorified and praised God for everything they had heard and seen. And I imagine they told that story for years to come. Do you remember that night? That night that God sent angels to us? That night that we went and met a baby? Oh, I hope he really is the Savior. I hope he is the one. And now, so many years later, we tell the story again. Because this birth, we do believe, changed the world. It didn't just change the world of Mary and Joseph and their family. It changed everything. 
because this night we remember that God chose us. God chose to draw near to us, not as an otherworldly being, not as a great and powerful emperor, but as a child, a helpless, vulnerable infant, born to a family that was in no way particularly special, raised by his family and eventually ministering to the world and showing us the power of God's love, even in the face of the world's great sin. This Christmas night, we remember a birth that changes everything, and we remember that God chooses to draw near to us. God is with us. The reason I loved being a chaplain was because in every room I walked into, I knew God was there. To me, it sometimes felt like I was in the easiest form of ministry. I didn't have to seek God or to search for God or hope that God would show up. In those rooms where people's lives were changing, I knew God was there. This Christmas night, we not only proclaim that that God came to us as a child so long ago, we proclaim that God is with us now. God is with us in our struggles. God is with us in our joys. God is with us in our stresses. And God is with us when our world changes. Every time our world changes. When things get turned upside down, whether for good or for ill, God is still there. I have seen it over and over again, and it keeps my faith strong. God is here. Jesus' birth, God in flesh, changed everything. And God is still changing our world, moment by moment and piece by piece, to bring us to a world of God's love, of God's peace, of God's being, here with us. Amen.